since the morning you moved in. Good morning, friend. 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 Yes, I'm feeling like a million since I got you. Boy, that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I cut that off too much. Uh, I think I edited that about uh, 50 years ago. I don't know. Irv, Irv Evans uh, helped, helped us start this show when, when John Harris decided to retire the Tar Heel Gardener. We could call it the Tar Heel Gardener. Irv said, well, what about the Weekend Gardener? So we called it the Weekend Gardener. And then <laughs> Dick Stork, I think, uh, came up with a theme song. We needed some, some music to start the show with. And Stork comes up with Turkey in the Straw, really bad version. <laughs> Sounded like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer playing, playing a Turkey in the Straw. Irv said, well, I've got something else. And so that, the like song it. you just heard was uh, what Irv came up with. So that's, like we've been playing that ever, ever since. But we throw in a, a, a good morning song here and there, like Rufus's favorite. He's, he kind of his eyes roll back in his head when when Johnny Cash <laughs> comes right. on and he he, he oh, has yeah. to sing. Well, uh, Rufus is here and uh, Nelson Cox is with us and Tony Avent dropped by this morning. We're so glad to have Tony. Tony, uh, I think uh, your first job was the last captain of Avent Ferry. Is that is that right or? That's our family, yeah. A lot of people don't realize that uh, 30 <laughs> minutes from our nursery and gardens is the old ferry site there on the Cape Fear. And there's actually a little museum there at the Buckhorn Church with all the pictures because the, uh, the Avent brothers ran it from 1775 to 1925. So it was a long run for the ferry. And uh, Avent Ferry Road was the old wagon train that started once you got off the ferry and headed mm -hmm. up north. How about that? All right, so and you never a, worked for them. And there's a singing no. group named the Abbott Brothers. <clears throat> a very, very popular singing You can to them, too? I think, I think that's a different spelling. Yeah, I think it is, too. Yeah. Well, it's A-V-E-N-T. No, it I is? think it's A-V-E-T-T -T last time. I, yeah, somebody asked me about those, and I looked them up. Oh, okay. Did they ask you if you could sing? They were one letter off. No, I definitely <laughs> could not sing. Not like Rufus. <clears throat> I heard him. That's, yeah. I'm impressed. But he, fro oh he froze up on stage at Dorton Arena with L uh, Loretta. That's the only time I ever froze. <laughs> <laughs> and Conway. Well, at any rate, 919-860-9783. Tony has uh, lots of things going on, but uh, one of them is uh, his, uh, I guess, seasonal open house. And uh, this is the last weekend for the winter open house because – your business is a mail-order business all over the world, but you let people in once in a while. We do. We, we want people to be able to see the plants growing, and that's really important. And we, The winter was actually the last uh, one we started, and we got thinking, you know, people generally don't garden in the winter. They don't appreciate winter plants. They don't go to, to out to buy plants in the winter. It's like, let's open up the garden at its absolute worst time. 
because if you can show people that a garden can look great in the middle of winter, it's going to look fabulous the yeah. rest of the year. Yeah. You know, so many gardeners only garden in spring. And it's like spring gardening doesn't really take a lot of talent. You know, you put some dogwoods and zayas, you've done spring. But winter, winter takes a gift because you're seeing the garden, what we call the bones of the garden. You're seeing how the garden is put together because all those pesky perennials, those are all dormant now. And you really come out and see how the trees are designed, evergreen trees, deciduous trees, forms, shapes. Mm -hmm. And that's why we want people to come out in the winter months. And a lot of things bloom. You can buy a lot of things that bloom and smell good in the wintertime. They are so many things. I mean, you talk about for pollinators. Oh, my goodness. If it's above 55 degrees, the honeybees are out. They're all over those amazing winter flowering plants. They're, they're, there's so much more than people realize going on in the winter garden. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, also, you, you have uh, at Juniper Level, a botanic garden that is uh, – will go to NC State, and uh, it will be maintained. And uh, it'd be nice if, if you had plenty of money for it to be maintained, wouldn't it? We do. Right now, it's all funded by the nursery, and uh, I'm to that age that uh, I'm slowing down. So we have to have a, a fund that will generate the money to run it, and that's what the university has set us up an endowment. They did say, we have no money. So we're going we're gonna to let you fundraise, and uh, we've got we to reach a $20 million endowment. We're at $3.3 million now. So we just need another million people to donate $17, and we're there. Well, That sounds workable, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. So uh, it's uh, – and that, uh, that information is on the website uh, that, uh, for uh, Jennifer Level. It is, jobg.org. Yeah. Well, for those that don't do that. How do you make your check out, Tony? Uh, to North Carolina State. I believe it's Ag Foundation. Uh, without, I and have to put it under there. Yeah. Be is that information on the that how to make out the check? Is all on the site. Okay. All under jlbg.org. Just click donate, and you can find out how to do that. Yeah. Well, I I, I give regularly to the J.C. Ralston Arboretum. And yep. So let they're, me. They're our sister organization. So right. yes. Yes. Another great gardener there, or several gardeners, but uh, Mark Wethington. Yeah, both, both. Yeah, our missions are almost identical. It's it's get plants out to people, study them, bring them in, preserve them, and then share information about them. So that's mm -hmm. why we wound up choosing NC State to donate because because we are really we've always thought of ourselves as sort of sister institutions, and now we formalized it with the donation of the gardens. That's wonderful. Yeah, I mean that that part of of Wake County. Uh, you, you've got the the beautiful farm out there, and you'll also have uh, the uh, Juniper Level Botanic Garden, uh, not too far away, actually. So yeah, we've got. If people are out, we also encourage them. Uh, <coughs> uh, three doors from us is the Juniper Level Rosenwall School. And a lot of people don't realize what a Rosenwald School is. When I first moved out, I had no idea, and I, I started studying this. So back in the 1917, uh, Booker T. Washington, who started the Tuskegee Institute, was up in Chicago for a ceremony, and he meets Julius Rosenwald, who at the time was the president of Sears and Roebuck. And he said, Mr. Rosenwald, we've got uh, this college that I've started down in Alabama to educate. It was the grandkids of the freed slaves. 
but we have no uh, good place to educate them before they get to college age. And they came up with a plan to build schools that Rosenwald would, would help fund, and they built 5,350 schools. One-third of every African-American child back between 1917 and 54 was educated in a Rosenwald school. Mm. Nobody's heard of them. Yeah. And our Three Doors Must was fully renovated now, so we partner with them. They're a food bank hub. They teach at-risk students. Wonderful. So we put them in a community garden. We've been landscaping around the school. Oh, it's just an, an awesome program, and we encourage people when they come out to stop by, see mm. the Rosenwald School, go inside. They've got a historical room to see what it was like back there in 1920s for these mm. 300 kids that came and went to the school. It, it's really amazing, and we're thrilled to be a part of that community. Yeah. One of my many faults is I leave people on hold too long. And Elizabeth is with us. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, good morning. How can we I'm help so, you? I'm so glad you mentioned that song. The, the song you just played has the best jingle. I love it. It gets me dancing. <laughs> hey, yeah. Good message, rooster, too. That other one with the rooster and the... Rah, 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 I, when I get up in the morning, I turn you on at 8 o'clock, and that's what I hear. And, yeah. Oh, well, I'm thank sorry. you. It's annoying. Thank you. Anyway, just to let you know. Um, so I love Lenten Rose. I, it's one of my favorite uh, plants, perennials. And I have a question for you on them. Um, are they poisonous to dogs, or would it be all right to, uh, to plant Don't them? you know anything uh, about poison? I've poisons? never had a dog eat one. Uh, I think it would be like a lot of plants where they would have to consume so much that it would make them sick. They probably get sick before they die. Yeah. But, uh, well, Elizabeth, I, I've had dogs around the house. As I said, I have thousands of Lenten Rose. <clears throat> and if anybody would get sick, Jasper would have gotten sick, and he never did. So I'm, I'm going to say, no, it's not, unless, as Nelson says, he eats a packed bucket full at one time. And maybe like deer, they just don't eat them. They don't yeah. taste good. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, well, generally, know. most animals are smart enough that they can sense, especially dogs with their incredible noses, mm. they can sense, oh, I probably should not eat this plant. And Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. I have like 25 of them in my yard. And only 25? Oh, only. Uh, <clears throat> I'm planning on getting more, of course. Are, are good. They, do they self-seeding or... Are they hybrid? No, they're not. And I, I heard you, some varieties are. Yeah, um, some of the newer ones. Yeah, the old-fashioned ones are seed, seed, seed. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why I have thousands and thousands. Wow. Well, I have a long way to go to get there, but I'm working on it. Excellent. Well, good for you. Uh, Edgeworthy is blooming now. She's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's not native, but uh, we claim it. Yeah, there was interesting. Years ago, there was a population <coughs> found down in Georgia, and all the native plant people got excited. So we found this new native, and it turns out that just upstream was a former ambassador to China, and he had planted one 150 years ago, and there was a few seedlings that had washed downstream. So we don't get to claim it as a native, but it is probably the finest winter flowering shrub that exists. Yeah, beautiful. And, and I know um, at the Garden Hut in Fuquay, um, they've got a bunch of the wedding party series. I think that's been a really pretty one. Uh, mm. Their little heads hold up well, lots of good colors. Nice. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, I call it the chandelier plant. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Or or umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. 
so our Chinese paper plant. Yeah. Right. Another good one. So what are your hours? Oh, we're open 9 to 5 today and tomorrow, and we've uh-huh. we, we've ordered all the rain to clear out by 9 o'clock, so I, it should— I'm, I think it's cooperating. I, I, yep. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's gradually yeah. going to get out here this morning. Yeah. It is clearing, yeah, right now. Well, thank you guys. All right. Much, and I appreciate it. <clears throat> thank you, Elizabeth. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, Rob is with us. Rob, good morning. You're on WPTF. Awesome. Good morning. Uh, I, I got a comment and a question. All right. That's okay. Yeah. The comment is, a couple of weeks ago, you said that there were people that wanted you to change the format. Do not change your well, format. Well, they, they just, they just uh, and they're right, that we, we sometimes veer off into subjects. We always have. It's an entertaining. But, uh, you know, it's just, that's a, that's a, I'm driving the car and I'm, I'm running in the ditch every once in a while. So, <laughs> that's I, but, you know, I, I'm, uh, that's the only way I know how to do the show. Uh, you, and you do, you do wonderful. Well, job. we do the best we can, and that's Man. that's all I can do. But uh, I, I, the criticism is fine. But that's just okay. one person. I, I I actually don't don't usually hear people critical. I don't know if they're afraid of me, or if they're <laughs> <laughs> afraid to say anything, or uh, if they just like the show. But I, I nobody ever says anything that, that they don't like the show. So. It's still on after uh, 39 years. Well, this person did not say they didn't like the show. They, they just didn't we, want us to. They, they just wanted us to talk about gardening all the time. Yeah, they didn't want to hear about everyday and that's, life things. That's what we. Uh, that's what we. You know, that's what we intend. Life, life, life is tuned into gardening. Yeah, I mean, you you just don't sit out there in the garden and grow like a carrot. Well, you know, it's we're just sitting around a pickle barrel. And at a country store, Eden store in uh, just outside of Lewisburg, where my aunt ran that store forever. That's the kind of place that this is, and it, it's old-fashioned, and uh, that's just the way it's going to be until I, I, Mr. Curtis tells me to give it up, or I decide to give it up. Well, um, uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it, and it's thank you, everybody else. Thank you. How, well, I, I enjoy it too. About, I have a question about nitrogen because I don't. I went to UNC, so the only plant I know how to grow, we, we really don't talk about. I don't know. They got, they got a fine botanical garden over there. Well, my question is, um, is there a way to tell or the, uh, the nitrogen intake of a given plant? Do they know how much a certain plant needs in nitrogen? Do, do the crop scientists know how much nitrogen a plant needs to, 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 to flourish? Yes. Uh, what happened after uh, the World Wars is we, we made bombs out of N, P, and K. So when they came back, they had all these factories and they had the servicemen trained. So they took crop plants, corn, tobacco, and ground them up and said, oh, this needs 1648. This needs this, this, this. And that's where we got into making commercial fertilizers, which is how we got into our problem today, because that is it's salt-based fertilizers and it's very fast release and so we got into trouble exactly that and we got away from actually building the soil and having healthy soil it was open the bag throw this stuff out on your plants and your plants will grow because we ground it up and we know this is what it needs the problem was those crops were in the field for three to four months and then the farmer's wife starts using it in her garden and next thing you knew we're better living through chemicals and it's only starting in the really 80s and 90s that we've now got back to oh you know if we used organic slow release nitrogen we don't have the problem with running it off into our rivers 
that's the organic nitrogen. Exactly. So we encourage everyone to use organic forms of nitrogen. There are many brands out there. Uh, uh, compost is great, uh, whether it's uh, from your local landfill or you want to buy a black cow. All of that has got nitrogen in it. Well, th- well that, uh, is that feasible for farms? It's absolutely feasible for farms. And with farms, you the, if you're doing large areas, you generally want to go with cover crops. Cover crops of whether it's uh, some of the grasses, whether it's daikon radishes, any yeah. of those cover crops are good ways to do large areas. And then you till that in, and that becomes your nitrogen source. Yeah, we always planted a crop of rye. Yeah, rye, exactly. Rye, clover, oh. wheat, all kinds of stuff, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yay for clover. Yeah, I'm just I've just heard so many people express concern over trying to limit nitrogen uh, that the farmers are have a problem with limiting the nitrogen. It's it's water soluble nitrogen that is the problem. That's what's running off into our uh, waterways that we don't want, and that's another reason we encourage people to use these uh, slow release, naturally organic sources. If you prepare your ground properly you should really not need much in the way of supplemental nitrogen. Oh, okay. Well, that, uh, that I, I had a question about that. I think I have the answer now, and I appreciate that. Welcome. I do. I'm glad you called, Robin. Thanks so much for waiting. That's all right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a nice day. All right, you too. Bye. Okay. Nitrogen, yeah. We use too much of it. <laughs> we use too much non-organic nitrogen, yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Yeah, there there are a lot of a uh, lot of sources for nitrogen that uh, you know, mulch, little, little mulch here, leaves. Well, people forget the air we breathe is seventy eight percent nitrogen. Mm-hmm. The idea that we would go to the store and buy a bag of nitrogen to put out when it's free in the air is bizarre, mm-hmm. and it's because we don't have the microbes in the soil that take that nitrogen and convert it into something useful for the plants. So it's all about the microbes. That makes everything work. Yeah. Now, uh, Nelsie, you want to add anything to that? Well, I mean, discussion? as Tony said, there's, there's lots of brands, and I've, I've just been, uh, you know, a big proponent in my personal garden and as well to customers. Um, but I love the espoma. And talking about the microbes, I mean, I I love uh, biotome. All my tomatoes, all my plants get uh, right in their root pocket, a uh, good old handful of the uh, biotone and um, it's it, it is amazing. I mean, I've done test comparisons, and you're just going to get a stronger um, root start, a stronger plant, a bigger plant. Well, and and you're put you're putting yeah. these microbials into the soil, so you're improving the soil. Tony was talking about air we breathe. I I can contribute to this discussion by saying I can tell you a little bit about hot air. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. You have put a great deal of nitrogen into the air. Whatever. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmondson and Nelson Cox and Tony Avent joining us this morning. So glad to have you folks with us. Uh, really quite quite a strong group of uh, gardeners we have here this morning on the weekend gardener is a time passing very quickly it's 927 
All right, we're back on WPTF. Well, uh, Billy Howe's out at the State Farmer's Market. Uh, Billy, you know anybody that uh, has has, uh, has a still? <laughs> Had a still? Uh, no, I'm still here. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so, good, uh, so I do we um, we have any collard greens, any uh, turnip greens, any mustard greens, any creasy greens this morning? We we do, uh, along with uh, Rufus's favorite kale and dino kale. Yeah, we got some kale. Tony, oh, you great. like kale? You like kale? Mm-hmm. Love kale. Yeah, oh, okay. Rufus, Rufus is not an advocate. <laughs> Maybe if he was lobbying for the kale, I'm, I'm going to come around one of these days. Somebody, yeah, you just got to find the right combination. Will some kale that I will like, and then I'll be a nut. Okay. Uh, and uh, Billy, asparagus not ready yet. Are you getting uh, any of that in? Um, no, I haven't seen any asparagus yet. Okay. Little- getting close, I suppose. What do you have this morning <clears throat> along the farmer's line? Well, we have. Uh, I saw carrots and radishes and um, uh, several different kinds of radishes. I had some great big ones, some little red ones. I, I'm not a big radish eater, but uh-huh. I did see several of those. I think the bok choy down there, I like that, especially yeah. like um, soups, broth soup. Uh-huh. I saw carrots and potatoes. A lot of good... Uh, Greens, like you said, there was quite a few uh, varieties. Right. Sweet potatoes, of course. Mm-hmm. Several varieties of them. But now, I'm just used to the old-fashioned sweet potatoes, but they have all kinds of oriental sweet potatoes and purple sweet potatoes. And yeah. They're all good for you. Yeah. Yeah, sweet potatoes are great for you. As long as you don't add the marshmallows. That, well, that makes <laughs> So uh, there are plant vendors out there now. Have y'all have y'all gotten uh, building number one straightened out? Is that all fixed? And we we have not. Uh, we did uh, go through a little uh, punch list meeting last week. Okay, a few things were have to be fixed uh, before we can open that up. Uh, so we are anxiously waiting for all that to be behind us. Okay, so everybody's in building number two. Uh, in the connector. Right. Building. Okay, so people look for them, including the plant vendors. I assume you have some of those this morning. We got a couple of plant vendors, and when I was riding by a few moments ago, I saw Mr. Melvin was up there and had started bringing out some um, plants, like uh, collard plants. and. Oh, good. Plants. Yeah, people interested in, in their uh, gardens that are not growing from seed. They can buy, buy the... Uh, by the collard plants or, or whatever lettuce, I know is very very popular for uh, for home gardeners. Uh, what about the craft area? You have crafters up there this morning. There he is. I smell popcorn. I pulled in front parking that, lot this morning. Uh-huh. I, uh, you know, it's kettle like, corn, right? The kettle corn. Yeah. yeah. You like kettle corn, Nelsa? I can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't don't tell Gerald Adams about it. He's He'll get in his truck wherever he is. I know. And head there. That's it's a definite addiction. In uh, the market shops, there are uh, lots of things. Some good coffee from 321 Coffee. A good NC State group started that company many years ago. Yeah. Um, and I was just off where they, I, I didn't sit and read it. Uh, somebody showed it to me, and I was moving along when they showed me, but they just opened up a new store somewhere. Yeah, they have several of them now. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're they're beginning all over the place. Been on the Today Show. Tony, have you been on the Today Show? I have not. Okay. We've Martha been, Stewart. We've been selling yep. that three two one coffee at the Garden Hut. Have you? Good for you. Yeah, we have it at our church. Well, that's where we buy our stock of church for all our people. So uh, yeah, and uh, cinnamon buns and cakes and pies and uh, Rufus dog, you can buy in there from the Market Grill. That's good stuff. Yeah, uh, I was going through it yesterday, looking at all the spices and stuff for. Uh, Georgia's house. I was looking, they've got all these different spices in little cups. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's amazing they keep right on standing with new items. I don't know how to keep getting stuff in that little store. <clears throat> as well as Mr. Pierce, I was looking, I was coming through there yesterday, and the guy who builds those pretty uh, birdhouses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brought in some, so he's fully stocked on birdhouses. Uh, it's, all, it's, a, it's like a little uh, well, big country store. That's what it is. There's so much to see in there. Anywhere where you can get old-fashioned sodas and old-fashioned candy, Uh I'm down with that. Yes, sir. And, of course, some great restaurants in addition to the Market Grill, the the famous State Farmer's Market restaurant with the biscuits and um, lunch and breakfast and the seafood restaurant. Uh, Nelson's eyes lit up. Uh, uh, You like the seafood? Yeah. I went, I went last Saturday, and my friend there loaded me up. I had three meals out of it. I I had I had fried oysters, Nelson. Yeah. Oh, that's some good stuff. Just just you gotta oysters. Got to keep going with the R months. We're about to run out. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they were fabulous. I bet. Well, the, the what I took home was enough for two other meals. Yeah. Does no. Linda eat oysters that's too? What I was gonna say, well, Linda eats seafood. Uh, no, 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 no. We're, oh, okay. We're, she's a vegetarian. Well, you some people eat some seafood, but no, it's yeah. not. Well, as long as it doesn't. She can her. eat the slaw. There you go. Yeah, and she's very healthy. I, I'm not taking to that, but <laughs> <laughs> you're not taking to being healthy. I'm not. I'm not taking to eating vegetarian <laughs> only. <laughs> Uh, unless they got a little fat back on them, right? Billy, you mentioned sweet potatoes a moment ago. Do you know that yeah. a certain particular kind of sweet potato is made into a liquid that's akin to what George Jones was singing a while ago? Yeah, vodka. <laughs> Co- Covington vodka. In Green County. Made in Green yeah. County. Uh, yes, sir. That's where I come from. When I uh, Before I come to the market, I was working in that prison. And I, used to, I was right there by Ham's uh, sweet potato farm. Bobby Ham, oh, yes. To the main. Uh, the Yamco, and and you know the great thing about that company, I know it don't have anything to do exactly with our market, but when COVID happened, the prison system had a problem with shortage of hand sanitizer, and they got a fifty-five gallon drum of hand sanitizer they made uh, from sweet potatoes. Oh wow! Oh wow! So you had vodka uh, hand sanitizer. Oh, I never heard of that. No, they had to add other things for nobody to drink it. And we we need to say that you got into prison honestly. Yeah. You worked there. You didn't. You weren't yeah, yeah, called I in. There. Yeah, I, somehow or another, Mama tried, and I ended up there. But, uh, it would work. There you go. Well, there's so much to see, and uh, have you all gotten the paving work done out there? All of all of that squared away yet? No. Yeah, well, like I said, we got this hunch list uh, for that front parking lot there at Farmers One. We're waiting for that to be okay. completed. Um, and at this time, there's no more paving. Uh, Very good. Get to be in time soon. So. Wonderful.
All right, it'll be soon, uh, just in time for spring and all the all the vegetables. Billy, thank you, buddy. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Yes, sir. Y'all too. Y'all come see. You. We shall. It's uh, Billy Howe out of the State Farmers Market. Johnny is in Pamlico County. Johnny, good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. How can we help you today in that from that beautiful well, county? Well, it is pretty. It's uh, still a little rainy down here. But Are you on the water? I am on the water. I'm on the News River, kind of across from Adams Creek, in between Dalton Creek and Oriental. And today's a big day in Oriental. It is the 125th anniversary wow. of the town. Oh, wow. wow. I wonder if Great. Tom Campbell's down there today, <clears throat> Tom and Lib. Pro- probably so. Yeah. I uh, started my seeds too early, and I've, I'm using a grow light. And I've got a lot of plants, and they're getting too big. So instead, I mean, I know I can repot them again in bigger pots, which will be a pain, and you know what. But um, would you recommend kind of just turning the grow, grow light off and just letting them use you know the, the the light that's in the room they're in because uh, they're going they're going to outgrow the, the the pots they're in and they're in now probably a you know, six inch pot. Tony, um, well first of all, what, what kind of you talk about tomato plants or flower plants or what? I have tomato, cucumber, eggplant, um, butternut squash. Um, mm. Oh yeah, okay. a lot of stuff. Definitely early. Uh, I, I would not cut the light off. I think that's going to take you in the wrong direction. What I would try to stretch. do is, can you cool the temperature of the room down? Yeah, I mean, I th- they're in a basement now, and that's okay. going to be a problem. Yeah, if you can cool it down to 40 to 45, and the other thing that will help is back off the watering. Let them actually okay. wilt a little bit before you water them. Those two things will sort of put them in a suspended animation, uh, and hopefully they'll last longer uh, that way. Okay. And then the other thing was, um, I know we brought the kale issue has been brought up again. I actually uh, <laughs> talked to y'all in about the second week in January, and I gave Rufus a uh, kale recipe that That's right. he did not try. Rufus, uh, give us that recipe again. Rufus, get your pen out. You got uh, Cliff right. Joyner's book there. What was the the recipe, Johnny? Take a Valdea onion or a sweet you know, any 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 onion. You can take a young. I like the Valdea or a sweet right. onion. Cut it in half, and then when I say create little, you know, you take an onion ring and you slice it in half. Is what I'm trying to achieve. So your whole onion is basically cut up into onion rings and cut them in half where you have half an onion ring. Then you saute that in either olive oil, um, avocado oil, whatever oil you like. For about 15 minutes, put a cover on them, start let a little salt, let them sweat. Then you cut your kale up into pieces, and you you introduce your favorite kind of chicken broth, chicken stock, whatever you want, and you put the lid on them, and you simmer on low for about two and a half hours, maybe three. Good morning, ask your neighbor, and they'll be good. <laughs> uh, me. So, uh, well, how does that sound, Rufus? I've got it down here. <laughs> Onion, cut it in half, onion rings, saute, saute, I would use uh, olive oil, and then add your kale, let simmer, and eat and enjoy it. Yeah, and just make, you know, you got to add the chicken broth. Now, do you you put vinegar on it? You do afterwards. Yeah, afterwards, of course. Yeah, I I do. And I maybe, and I'm I'm a little cautious on the amount of salt I put in in the cooking. Because I can always add salt, but you can't yeah. do it out. And so I, I don't add salt to anything because yeah. health, health and this problem. Would, 
this would um i know you had a uh not a heart issue but you had a valve replacement so this would eliminate the need for fat back and hog valves which i used to cook all the time with that but i think it's just as good this way great you would enjoy it i i can tell you johnny i'm going to try this i will drop by the farmer's market today get me some kale and i i have all the other things at home and i like the vidalia onion that that that's a wonderful onion and they they're good for anything. They add flavor. That's what adds flavor is the onion. I mean, the, the kale itself doesn't have a lot. Of and also mentioned you can do a kale salad with beet, shaved carrots, and blue cheese. It's quite delicious, and um, highly recommend it. And I'll let you go and say, but that's something. A lot of the oysters now are farm bred, uh, farm raised, particularly in Pamico County, uh, Carteret County, and they're really available year round now. So the the are I know there are theory, but it's really. Unless you're eating wild oysters, which most of the ones that a lot of the ones you get now are farm raised, so just just the thought. I'm, I'm assuming that the 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 fish restaurant <clears throat> at the farmers market probably gets farm raised, Johnny, because they are so huge. They are huge, and and they and and they're they're good too. Uh, I think they're just as good, and uh, so everybody has their own opinion. But uh, I like them year round, and I love them fried. Yeah. Any boats out on the river this morning? Not today. It's raining now. Hopefully the water will, uh, it'll, it'll. Yeah, uh, bad fishing. The problem that is there's a big issue about the ferry, and there are people who want to put a bridge up, which, Ooh. Uh, yeah. Wow. Anyway. Where do they want to put the bridge? Where the ferry run is now. Oh. The ferry is basically an extension of Road 306, Highway yeah. 306. Right. Hmm. And well, I hope they work that out. Well, they've had unbelievable boat issues in that they usually run two a day, and they've cut the schedule out from people who go over to Cherry Point to work, and they can't get. Now they got to drive back to Newburn. It's to yeah. me, it's like we're being conditioned to get used to not having the ferry, so they'll put up the bridge. I don't know, but wow, it'll ruin the view. Well, give our best uh, congratulations on 125 years, and give our best to everybody down there in Oriental. What a beautiful well, area! Y'all have a good. Well, wait, Thank Johnny, you, John. I, I went to school at Chapel Hill. With a lady whose last name was Belangia. I think you mentioned. Uh, he's you're, gone. He's gone. gone. He, he didn't want to hear about her. Okay. I'm going to ask you. I think you. I think you probably mentioned it to her. <clears throat> yeah, I, I yeah. mentioned it the last time. I think. Yeah, may have been an old girlfriend. Uh, Dallas is <laughs> Dallas is with us in Raleigh. Dallas, good morning. How you folks doing this morning? Oh, fine, fine. I think. I'm going to ask you a question about that Covington vodka. Is it sweet? I bet it ain't sweet. <laughs> well, I knew the thing about vodka is you can add things that are sweet, right? Well, if it, you want it uh, sweet, uh, from personal knowledge, <laughs> it it does yeah. have a sweet potato aftertaste. Really? Yes, it does. Especially if you eat sweet potato pie with it, right? Oh, what a <laughs> combination that, that would be! A, that's a little much. Hey, take a bite of pie and a little sip. Yeah, a little whipped cream. I called y'all about, uh, I, I imagine Nelson will probably want to help me with this one. We've got these Florida sunshine plants, and they're in a good spot. They're in insulated pots on the front covered porch, so they don't get any bad weather. It, you know, it gets cold a few nights, but I noticed last year I had something I left just sitting out in the yard, and they, did, they didn't die. They lived through the whole winter in regular old pots. But these these look good, except the very top of them is starting to get little brown spots. On the leaves, yeah, it's probably a little winter wind burn. Yeah, 
Tony, I know you've, you've proven many times that things that are not supposed to grow here can grow here. Well, yeah, I mean, once last year, the reason we put these two new ones in insulated pots is because we saw how well those were just sitting down in the garden in a couple of smart pots, and I didn't do anything to them. Yeah. They lived through the whole winter last year, even that real cold snap we had. Yeah. So um, we like the plants, and I wanted to ask her if we could trim the tops of them this time of year. Can we cut those bad spots off of there? Would that hurt anything? You can, absolutely. Um, okay. And, you know, we're past uh, cold, cold, freezing weather, or that's what it yeah. looks like. Um, you know, there may be a couple low 30s, but, um, and, of course, usually, inevitably, we we, we get a hard frost, but it, it, you're fine. If you want to go ahead and, okay. and uh, tip Same prune on. them, then they're, they're going to flush out this spring. They'll be fine. But that's probably okay. the Elysium, that. the Florida sunshine. And, and they don't need it. I know they like to stay down. Uh, but they don't need that much water this time of year, do they? It's yeah, I mean, wet off. yeah, you sh you shouldn't have to supplement with water. I mean, I, I certainly would avoid yeah. watering because uh, root rot's no good. <laughs> yeah, Tony, okay. you want to add anything? Okay. Well, that's this this DD call. That's actually our introduction that we uh, introduced and named. Wow! It's nice to hear that it's getting out there. Absolutely, Dallas. Thank you. Yes, sir. Y'all have take a care. Thank you. Speaking of which, uh, you have uh, open house today at uh, Juniper Level. Yeah, we'd love to welcome people out. Uh, we're here from, uh, well, now 10, 10 till uh, 5, and then we're doing the same uh, 9 to 5 tomorrow. So love for people to come out and, and walk around and see what's possible in this area, and uh, we'd be glad to chat with you when you come out. All right, very good. Uh, and uh, please mention uh, the, uh, the foundation and uh, how people can find out about that to preserve uh, the botanic gardens there. Yeah, if you'd like to, to help uh, us preserve this for the future uh, residents of the region, uh, go to jlbg.org, O-R-G, and just click on the donate button. This whole series will tell you a little bit about the history of the garden and why uh, you may want to see it preserved. But come out and look. That's yeah. really uh, uh, yeah. where you get the best Get ideas. Idea. Just like at the yeah. at the arboretum. Uh, so, uh, what what uh, should the average person who has a, a landscape right now be doing in the landscape? Right, or, you know, should they be pruning anything or? Well, we're we're not believers in in really doing a lot of pruning uh, yeah. unless it's corrective pruning. We 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 try to teach people to put things on the right uh, place so you don't have to shear it back. There should never be a reason for owning a pair of head shears. Uh, Mulching, obviously, time to renew that mulch uh, in the gardens. Time to transplant plants. Time to plant plants. Uh, unless they've been grown in a warm house, this is a great time to get out there. Get those soil tests done if you mm -hmm. haven't done those. Uh, and just cut back some of the uh, bad foliage that uh, looks a little rough after winter. We got about uh, 45 seconds. Uh, Martha Stewart story. You were on Martha Stewart's ah. show several times. Got a quick one? <laughs> Uh, just watching the uh, specials that uh, CNN's been running, it was really neat to see that uh, right before she went to jail, she went to visit our counterpart on the West Coast, Dan Hinckley, and uh, spent a week with him just chilling out in his garden. So yeah. it's neat that uh, somebody like that, their respite is in the gardens, as we Has all Has she know. been to Juniper Level? She has never been. She sent her crew down many times, but yeah. she herself is yet to come. How about that? Okay. By the way, Joe, the bouncer says... Put some garlic 
in that kale recipe. Okay, garlic for everything for Joe, right? <laughs> yes. Tony, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you will come back sometime. We will, and I look forward to seeing people at the gardens today and tomorrow. Fantastic. All right. We'll be uh, back with more of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead here on WPTF. 